Okay, welcome to the second episode of the Less Is More podcast with your host, myself, Mr. Leslie Madewell. I'm probably going to talk about something that happened last weekend. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, you would probably understand or know about the event called Gasparilla that happened at the beginning of the year. It... Excuse me, I'm dealing with the cold here. It starts off with the children's parade. Then they have the day parade that goes on like the next week. All in uh, beautiful downtown Tampa. And happens along Bayshore. And the day parade just passed. Just to break down how it is, there are several different types of pirate crews out there. And they line the the road of Bayshore Boulevard, which is right next to the bay. Each crew has kind of like their own way they do a pirate. You know, there's the, I think it's the Blackbeard Revenge. There's the Steampunk Pirate Crew. There's the Ladies and Lords. Um, and then there's my pirate crew called the Gladiator de Familia, which they adopted me, I don't know, maybe about Four years ago, it seems like. They let me roll with them for the past couple of years. As y'all know, I am a photographer. So, I go and do the whole parade season with them. Basically, you know what? Let me actually give you a little history on Gasparilla. So, Gasparilla is a supposed Spanish pirate who... Which either, according to legend, was a Spanish Navy Admiral or he was a a Spanish nobleman in the mid-1700s. I want to say like 1750s, 1760s, something like that. He was accused of stealing the Spanish jewels. Some stories even have that he was having an affair with the Spanish Queen. And so he took off on his boat and head out in the Spanish main, which is what they call all the Spanish colonies in the Americas. And he was known as Jose Gaspar. But when he came to the Americas and was hiding out, he decided to take up piracy and he called himself Gasparilla. To do with the Tampa Bay area is that according to the stories, I say that that story because there's no definitive proof that he was actually a pirate but he would hide out in the Tampa Bay area I think there's even an island near Sarasota called Gasparilla Island and he would hide out here when he was not you know robbing Spanish galleons or British galleons or whatnot and he apparently according to legend he had a pretty good career some story that said he was in an alliance with the pirate known as Black Caesar, who was a runaway slave turned pirate that would frequent the Caribbean islands. I want to say Cuba or Jamaica, you know, the the islands out there in the, at the Caribbean Sea. But that's neither here or there. And he would eventually killed. When the U.S. Navy on the USS Enterprise, I think frigate it was, in 1803, were trying to chase him down after he stole from some American merchants. And they had a firefight, 
and the USS Enterprise sank Gasparilla's ship, and Gasparilla went down with his ship. And supposedly, the only crew member to survive the attack on the Gasparilla was found floating and ended up in South Florida between Fort Myers and the Tampa area, and he was found by some fishermen, and he went on to start the legend of Gasparilla. And so, Gasparilla in Tampa Bay is like the Mardi Gras Festival in New Orleans. Okay, so, it's a celebration. So, every year, the the pirates come into Tampa and they ceremoniously ask the mayor, Hey, give us the keys to the city. If not, then on Saturday, we will come in full force and invade. So, the mayor says, no, you're not going to have keys to my city. That's on Friday. So, then on Saturday, the pirates come in and they shoot off the the guns on the pirate ship going off. And, you know, the pirates invade, getting off and make a whole show of it, have fun. And then they begin the Gasparilla Day Pirate Parade, which I think this year they said there's about 120 floats. That's about almost like 120 different pirate crews that were involved. And they go along Bayshore. They're throwing beads. There's a party going on. There's food. There's It's like an all-day event. A lot of day drinking. People just having a good time. Music. I think the float in front of us had like a band playing the whole time. And they were really nice. Giving out like hot sauces. I think they were the voodoo crew like a barbecue place or whatever. They were really awesome. They're the Caribbean crew for the uh, Tampa Bay Caribbean Festival that goes on. They have their own crew out there. It's like the carnival in in Brazil. They have all these dancers with these really cool, bright outfits and everything else. They have Buffalo Soldiers crew out there to, um, to represent the Buffalo Soldiers that fought in the Spanish-American War that has a lot to do with Tampa as well. I mean, I've been doing it, oh gosh, how long? Maybe about 10 years now, something like that. And man, I'll tell you what, the first time I did it, it was an all-day event, and by the time it was like 6 o'clock at night, I was done. But I went and worked more or whatever, but yeah, I don't do that nowadays. It's just like, once I'm done with the parade, I'm like, I want to go home and be done with it. But yeah, it's always a fun time. You know, you start off a little early in the morning, start drinking, have Bloody Mary. You know, you have food you eat along the way just to kind of keep your energy and everything going. You know, because basically it's a big party until the parade starts. Then it's like everybody in the pirate crew starts to become... It's like we're rock stars or whatever. I don't know. It's really cool. But anyways, I did that. I, man, me and me and my wife Liz, who have you've heard on the first episode, we're I'm running around taking pictures, throwing beads, enjoying all the moments I get to have with my pirate crew, Gladiator, Stay Familia. They're a good group. They're most of their members are very smart, intelligent, beautiful women. And there's also males, too. They're the boyfriends, the husbands, whatever. And they're really good people. I know they do a lot with the community as um, charity, stuff like that. They just are fun people. They're very respectful. They're, you know what I mean? They don't. 
be there. They don't make you feel like you're left out. Once you're with them, your family to the very end, and they take care of their own. And I am grateful to be part of them. So I'm running around taking pictures. There's all these people, their dudes flashing because they want to get their beads, and then their girls pretending that they're flashing, just lifting up their shirts and having their bras out. Just taking pictures, throwing beads, like I said, having a good time. And a lot of walking. Oh my god, the walking. And it seems like the parade uh, started a little early. I know uh, one of the groups had their float just like break down. But they managed to like stop and pull them over to the side. And their crew, uh, the members of that crew that were broken down just decided to you know, join up with other pirate crews that they're just floating along. It was really cool. We were just like, oh, hey, you're broken down. Come on, join the crew. And, you know, they just started running around, having fun. The cops were out and very full force, very nice, you know, keeping the peace or just being there in case anything happened, which I'm very grateful for. Because there have been, it's, uh, there had been times when people get hurt, whether they're drinking too much and they trip, fall, bust their heads, or, you know, there's a bunch of dudes out there, the frat boy types, and they're drinking too much, they want to start fighting because, I don't know, somebody made fun of their, you know, fanny pack or whatever. But, from far, what I understand, there wasn't a lot of issues, you know, and it's an all-day thing. I think I took about a thousand pictures. Oh, my God. It's just... Taking the pictures is fun. It's the next day when you wake up and you're like, wow, I got a lot of photos I have to go through. Kind of make sure that there's nothing, anything, anything that can get, get me in trouble, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I'll take pictures and all of a sudden there's uh, something that shouldn't be there. But yeah, this year everything was fun. It's probably one of the best ones I enjoyed recently. My, Like I said, I just enjoyed doing Gasparilla every day. Or I'm sorry, not every day, every year. Uh, the Night Parade is coming up soon, which is going to be in Ybor City. If you guys like the luminescence of, like, night parades or whatnot, come to the Night Parade. I think it's the second weekend. It'll be the weekend uh, after the Super Bowl. So, around, like, the 8th or something like that. And you will enjoy the parade. There's a lot of light. There's parties going on. It's just very beautiful. They just light up the... It's much shorter... But it just lights up the Ybor City's main strip. It's really nice. I'm looking forward to that. What else? I've been working on some photography projects. Uh, you know, it's always a thing. Uh, the latest photo shoot I did, I got to work with this lovely young lady named Sarah Jessica. She is just very fun to work with. Very easy. She's uh, not very modest at all, I should say. She knows how to make things fun, and she has some really good outfits, and just listen, when she posts pictures on online and the trolls start going after her, she has some great comments, and I'm just like, wow, I don't understand, like, guys, come on, listen to me, just because a girl puts out a beautiful photo of herself and you, you know, make a comment, she's not going to sit there and be like, oh my god, yeah, I'm going to get with you. You know, don't make any derogatory comments to them. You know, say that they're pretty, you know. This, you know, I don't know, say comments in a better way, not to be like, hey, your tits are nice, or stuff like that, you know, whatever. And, you know what, 
most of these models I work with and we have, I get compensated by money they make on their, I think with the fan only pages or their Patreon or, you know, something like that. You know, they make money doing what they do and they post that stuff. So, I mean, don't, don't try to ask me that I'm going to send you photos of them or whatever, you know what I mean, without you paying for it. You want to, you want to see what they look like with no clothes on? Go sign up for where you can go see that at. Don't try to talk to me because, first off, uh, you're messing with my money. Second off, I'm not going to betray their trust. And third off, if you want to see a naked girl, just go on the fucking internet. My God, there's probably billions of photos and millions of videos. So, I mean, if you, like I said, if you really want to see what they have underneath everything, then sign up and become a member for a month. There you go. You know what I mean? That's all you need. I'm not going to betray the a, a relationship between a model and a photographer. It's not something that is you want to mess up. It's something that can be very delicate, you know, because especially me, I become friends with them. And sometimes, you know, we cross the border where we get too, too much of being a friend and not enough of just us working together. And it kind of crosses the line sometimes, not in a sexual way or whatever, but you know, you might try to pry too much into their private life or they might try to pry too much in your private life and whatnot. Every relationship I have with models I work with is different. And you know what? I realize that sometimes it's like you make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I've done it plenty of times and I'm to this day grateful that they still talk to me. Yes, going back to my photo shoot with her. It was cold. It was probably like, I don't know, 40 degrees out or whatever. And I think we did it on um, Martin Luther King Day, which is last week sometime and that monday yeah it was last week on monday and i tell you what she came out she had on these really cute like hat the mittens the the world wool jacket everything she was great her makeup was on point her eye her eye makeup and everything and i just got some good pictures of her do we do other photos yeah they're out there and whatnot but you'll have to look at them you'll have to find them yeah, no, I enjoyed these photos. They were just amazing and everything they did. You know, it was good to see her again as well because I don't get to see her that much. Well, they're talking, you know, through phone and text, which is, you know, sometimes it's not enough, you know. But, yeah, I'm really glad that I got to shoot with her again. So, things coming up, I don't know. I got some, I got a photo shoot coming up with a young lady who I've found through a, like a photography or modeling group and I'm a little like weary you know I got some butterflies or whatever because you know you never know when you're gonna have like a first meeting with someone you know and so it's a little nervous I'm a little nervous about it it's probably gonna happen either Saturday or Friday and I don't know I'm really looking forward to it because I love meeting new people and working with new models to you know create different images and just do different things it's one of the reasons why i love portrait or model photography because to me nature or building photography is not boring but it just to me it gets a little stale not knocking anyone that does it or whatnot you know there are people that do it and they get beautiful shots you know, and I know they work at it. It's not something you just go out there and, oh, take a picture of, like, a sunset. Oh, it's good. No, it's a lot more to it than that. But, uh, 
I just like working with models just because I get a canvas and then between the two of us, we come up with really cool ideas and whatnot. So uh, we're planning on, she wants to do a bikini shoot and I'm not sure what bikini she's gonna do. I know she's looking at a couple locations that I have mentioned to her and I'm waiting on her to get back to me about what location and then there's gonna be the times and you know, we're gonna do it in the morning, we're gonna do it during the day, we're gonna do it at sunset, you know. I might even try to talk to her into letting me do some nighttime photography stuff with her. I know downtown Tampa has the river walk. I really want to try something like that. It's been a while and the shot could come out really good. So that's something I'm probably going to look into doing or whatever. Yeah, I'm still still new to this podcast thing. I'm probably going to try to make... Uh, like an opening, maybe even look to see if there's any kind of sponsors out there or whatever. I don't even know how to bring people to listen to it. But I do know I've gotten on some good podcast platforms. I want to thank that. I think I'm on Google Play, Spotify. Uh, I think it's Radio FM. I, I just want to say thank you to Anchor website and Anchor's app. They made it very easy to just start a podcast and upload it and everything else it's been amazing and like i said this is only the second episode i'm feeling my way around things trying to get better and do new things hopefully to make this podcast stand out a little bit more i'm going to try to figure out how i can you know just be better at doing this and make this all whether it's guest or coming up with a different story or whatever but i'm working on it i'm getting there as you guys have been listening to me for about a 20 minutes or so just rambling on hopefully you guys can deal with it i'm also going to get better with my my voice so i don't like kill you with the high volumes i'm going to speak a little bit more normal you know so that way i'm not all like excited hey yeah yeah i'm uh, a I noticed that in the first time around. I think I was just a little, like I said, still a little nervous, still a little, you know, got to get used to this whole thing. But I'm going to get there and I'm going to end this with uh, thank you again for listening to the Less Is More podcast. And I'm your host, Leslie Madewell. And hopefully I wasn't too boring. Catch you later.